Everyman Podcast. Everyman Podcast. We're here. It's another week, another beautiful northeastern uh, December. Oh, here we yeah. are, bro. Crispy, man. It's crispy. Crispy outside. It was borderline it's balmy today. It was weird. Balmy. Yeah, it's raining like it was raining like uh, a couple hours ago. I don't know if it's still doing it. I haven't been outside since well, it's then. It's a slight, slight drizzle, a drip, if you will. A drip. A drip, if you will. Uh, speaking drip. of drips, we've been dripping. We've been clipping. We've been having a great time here on the Everyman Podcast. Just, uh, you know, hanging with our friends, bro. Dude, you've been really dripping. You've been, like, going coastal. You've been going on boats. You've been doing all sorts of everyman shit. What's, you got to talk about yeah, this, I did. This was, I did a, I did a nice... I had myself a nice everyman journey. Uh, it was akin to a RPG quest, uh, mm-hmm. when you think about it, because I had to travel a great distance to obtain a key, and then, uh, you know, travel to another vendor, and... Um, you know, it's interesting. Interesting little quirks you find on the way. You know, in your travel. So I was I was in the Cape Cod region, which is uh, is a quite lovely area. With it's like twelve inches of snow on the ground. It's, it's a good time, and um, driving around, and uh, I've got to get to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. As Martha's. as they as they say out there. So, you know, the only way to get there is via boat. And you know, I've been on three boats. In my life, this was the third, mm-hmm. um, and the first two didn't go very well for me. I, uh, I just, you know, I'm not a motion boat guy, mm-hmm. you know. And some people say, "Oh, you just got to do more." And it's like, well, why would I, why would I do yeah, myself it's, more it's of this? Not, that's you know not what I mean? Good. You know, it's I don't like, want to build up a tolerance yeah. to this. No, it's like doing cocaine. Like if you if you do it one time, you yeah, you know, yeah, like, you just keep doing just it. Gotta snort some more snow. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. Good to go. Like that's that's what you need. No, that's all you gotta it doesn't do. Work that way. <laughs> so, you know, I, I get down to the boat, and you know, I got my ferry ticket for the vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know, and I figured that included the participant in the vehicle. Just any anybody who's you know traveling via ferry, you also got to get yourself a ticket. So I had to go into this whole other line and do this whole ordeal. And they're they've got the you know that wonderful accent up there, and it's it was it's fu- you have to kind of I'm sorry, say what now? You know that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, I made my way over to to Martha's Vineyard and took a look around and took a cruise back. You know, and then I'm thinking. You know, the water's a little rough, it's December, it's cold, there's great white sharks out there. You know, this is this is the real deal, you know? So, uh, you know, I'm start to start thinking, okay, looking at the wind, thinking, all right, well, if I have to go into the water, which way should I swim? And, uh, you know, I did come up with a plan, luckily did not have to use it, and uh, made my way back to the continental United States, and, uh, you know, returned home all in a whirlwind 24 hours, it was like... Uh, 830 something miles in like 17, 17 hours. It was crazy. And Ugh. two boat rides. Yeah. So I was getting my, uh, you know, I was getting my everyman wings. Well, I guess like your driver, your, your trucker wheels, your trucker wheels. Well, I mean, I guess like any RPG, if you've gone on that much of an odyssey, you had to, and you know, accrue a, a, a great deal of experience. Maybe oh, I, I got a lot of XP. Yeah, I hit maybe up the some, XP yeah, points, some de- major XP. XP. Yeah, and another re- and another rental uh, point towards my uh, Enterprise Silver member status. So, 
Shout out to Enterprise Rentals, you know. We uh, got got treasure too. (laughs) Yeah, I did gain treasure in the form of I'm almost a silver member. So (laughs) that was my, you know, I I took a little everyman trip. And, uh, you know, we always say if if you got an opportunity to do something, uh, you know, out out of the ordinary, step up and take it. And uh, I'm glad I did. It was um, a learning experience. I got to see some new things. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, in in my rush, I thought I was booking a hotel for that was casino themed. I don't know what I was thinking. Then I get there. It's an actual casino, you know, with a sports book and <laughs> c- cigars and all that good stuff. So it was a, it was a fun time. Shout out to the, uh, the Tiverton casino. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what it was. It's Tiverton casino. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm becoming, uh, quite the, uh, hotel maverick in my, uh, in my travels here. It's been, uh, it's been quite the pleasure. <laughs> you are a maverick. And yeah. every man a maverick. And every maverick. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's no. Nothing wrong with that at all. You know, other maverick uh, I kind of want to identify here. My boy uh, Duck Hodges leading the Pittsburgh Steelers to uh, prosperity. Dude, when you sent me that that text that says, like, quack, quack, motherfucker, I was like, that was hilarious, man. Dude, that was awesome. I'm telling you, man, this defense, awesome. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. But this defense is so good. Dude, they are good. And they've possible favorable lineup you know they got to they got to beat buffalo this week which would be a tough game but they got a favorable matchup in the playoffs and i know lamar jackson is uh the force du jour right now but i um i you know i bet you harbaugh doesn't want to play the steelers in the playoffs of course he doesn't why would he i mean but you see what i mean there's a good matchup there the patriots look a little weak i could see uh, a kind of Cinderella story. Duck Hodges leads the Steelers to uh, Super Bowl. Dude, the the Patriots have really been slacking lately. I don't know what's going on. That vaunted defense has not been coming through these last couple weeks here. They you looked know what a little. Mean? They looked a little uh, sad. No, a little. A lot of. A lot, they're they're kind of slow, but it's kind of like you know, a little, little Forrest Gump action going on there. I don't know what's going on here. You, think you don't think it's possible to say that maybe some of that magic is? It, it can't be right. Well, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, Brady's arm doesn't look quite quite as crispy as it normally does, which uh, makes me think there might be a little Peyton Manning issue going on there. Maybe not as bad, but but definitely, you know, his uh, balls don't come out with the uh, velocity that we're used to, especially around this time of the year. Mm. It's it's uh, it's an interesting thing. Maybe uh, Matt Patricia and his uh, rocket scientist uh, brain could figure that out. I don't know. We'll see. You know, um, you know me, I'm an inquisitive guy. I like to kind of take things in from a lot of different sources. And uh, I was reading an article about Mr. Brady's uh, lovely wife, Giselle, and mm-hmm. how she's, um, and this is all serious, by the way. I'm not kidding here. Yeah. She's like a bit of a, she considers herself like kind of like a crystal witch. Mm, like crystal. she's, she's yeah, she's like into crystals and, um, you know, telling the future and such. Mm. And there's quotes from Tom Brady in this interview uh, where he says that, uh, yeah, you know, she told me this isn't going to be your year, and uh, but next year will be, and that was, you know, the year they, they lost uh, to the Eagles and, you know, then so on. So I, I think, uh, you know, maybe we should check on Giselle and see what she's doing because she might be trying to do a little, you know, all respect to the Crystal Witches out there, but I don't know really what's going on down there in their uh, Brookline Estates, but I think somebody should check it out. 
Well, maybe it might be a little bit more than just the crystals. Maybe, like, you know, maybe she's just sapping the juice out of our man, uh, TB12. That is possible. When you got somebody that hot, man, I mean, I'm pretty sure it it takes a lot of juice to keep that going. So, I mean, uh, she's probably probably siphoning off the uh, upper echelon of his his, uh, his juice. This is not unheard of. This is not unheard of. Yeah. You know, there was uh, Tony Romo had a similar case, if you recall. There it is. I uh, don't want to, I'm not going to name any names, but there was a young lady and uh, mm-hmm. that was accused of doing such to Tony Romo and then that went away and, and Tony Romo came Tony, back. Tony, Tony Romo came back, man. So I don't know. So there's yeah. definitely a case, uh, you know, history that, you know, I, I hear um, there's some, you know, professional fighters. Mike Tyson famously mm-hmm. would be a celibate for a period of time before their fights so that they had yeah, extra, extra carnal desires to fight. You imagine yeah. fighting a horny Mike Tyson? Mm. Yeah, that I don't want to imagine that at all. Actually, um, that's terrifying. I can imagine you know somebody is pinned up with him with all that power coming at you in the ring. Oof. Yeah, that jawline is going to go somewhere you don't want it to. Yep. So rest yep. in peace. Rest in yeah. peace to whoever <laughs> had to deal with that bastard. Yeah, yeah. Mike Tyson, <laughs> the champ. The champ. Yeah, man. It's been uh, it's been a real real good time here, and uh, you know, catching up on a little bit of kind of. Notes about the everyman and the everyman universe and some of our friends here that I think is kind of might be kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so I'm uh, as as been well documented. I'm a professional wrestling fan. Oh yeah, I I respect the art, and you, uh, you know while I'm on the subject, um, I think the thing that is so interesting about professional wrestling is the idea that these people are professional athletes but they're also entertainers so there's there's a performance piece there but there's this incredible athletic component of it mm-hmm. that comes together to do a showbiz fight essentially and but these people are considered to be the characters they portray when when George Clooney walks down the street nobody is accusing him of being Batman from his 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 you know great time as uh, Batman mm-hmm. Batman and Robin, yeah. Nobody's nobody's uh, takes you know they they know that he's an actor. These right. these like Ric Flair types, the Hulk Hogan's like they live that character. Yeah, yeah, they are that character. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. They embody it, yeah. And there's I think there's a few other uh, sports figures that have kind of taken that on. That have been very successful. Conor McGregor is one that's pretty mm-hmm. obvious. Yep. I think Gronkowski, in a way, has created a. You don't know where Gronk, the character, and Gronk, uh, human. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's, well, he's like he's like a dude, so it's like he's like the dude. But he definitely turns it. Out. He know he's self-aware to know that he's. Oh yeah. Per, that he's portraying a certain thing, and people want to see a certain thing out of him. Well, for sure, for sure, he, he definitely uh, cheeses it up a little bit more than normal. Right, he? right. He's got yeah. he's got his thing. So yeah. you know, I think that's the the interesting thing about pro wrestling is that these guys are these crazy characters, and then also there's this like entrepreneurial spirit that they have to have because they're independent contractors that travel all around the country and work for different groups and make their own merch and travel themselves back and mm-hmm. forth, make their own bookings. You know, like so much of what. Uh, professional wrestlers go through is is what professional musicians go through which is i've always felt 
a uh, you know similarity there. So that's why I'm kind of drawn to these uh, stories of these pro wrestlers because I think that's to me that's a, just as interesting as uh, the the stuff in the ring. So um, Nick Cutler, who was uh, one of the first guests on the Everyman, uh, professional wrestler. Episode four in the archives. Uh, known the guy for a long time. Uh, great dude. And definition of the everyman. Hardworking guy. I'm taking in some wrestling news. I'm browsing around the internet. You know what I mean? I come across uh, an article. Uh, you know, a link. If I think is what the kids call it. Um, and uh, WWE.com. And it was listing uh, some talent that they had at their performance center uh, down there in Orlando, Florida. I think it is. So it's called NXT, uh, the PC. It's basically they modeled it after they actually went to NFL franchises, you know, the Packers, the Steelers. I know they went to the Bucks and uh, Patriots to see how these teams were training and uh, built a system based off of like professional sports development centers and strength and conditioning. And they have like their strength and conditioning coach was – he worked at Alabama. He was like an assistant strength and conditioning coach there, you know, under Nick Saban and all that. So like they're, they're getting real. It's very serious there. And, uh, I see Nick Cutler's on the list of uh, people at the WWE tryouts this past week. So, nice. um, I saw, so his, his photos are up there. So everybody should, should check that out. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be receiving some, some words soon on, on how the outcome of that, uh, tryout was but uh, either way you slice it uh so proud of uh nick cutler and um, oh yeah you know continue to uh pull for you and um you know we know where this is going so mm-hmm. hang in there but how cool is that bro dudes it's absolutely phenomenal i got him on a prayer board so like i mean i know what's gonna happen it's just yep. a matter of time yep. you know how we do brother jay oh, so I don't know. I don't know. yeah Yep. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and especially to talk to a guy who and you can go back and listen to it in there. Like he's con- he's he stands by his convictions and mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing and he believes in it. And uh, I just uh, you know I believe too. So oh, keep, sure. keep trucking, brother. Driven, driven. Yeah, you, you, can, you can't you can't uh, you can't hate that kind of stuff. It's it's uh, it's so good. So yeah, man. You know, Christmas season. Uh, we're getting ready for you know gingerbread and. Apple fritter, apple pie. I don't know. What do you What do you do on What's your food on Christmas? Well, the cool thing about me, brother Jay, is that it, you know it really doesn't change day to day when it comes to the food game. I mean, I eat any everything. Um, I eat mass quantities of it all, and um, it, it just makes every season an easier and more digestible um, list to take in and take on. So really, um, just adding yeah, more. I mean, I'm 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 all I'm all about everything. Kind of like Christmas ham and every man. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Ham, uh, chicken, greens, potatoes, sweet potatoes. Um, I like the two variety of potato. Yeah. You got to have it. You got to have it. I want options. Everybody wants options. Everybody does. That's the American way, man. It's the American way. It's like uh, not if you didn't have options. If you if you had if you had to be settled with just shackled with one thing, you know, no no way to just get away from it. No, mm. you know, no no choices per se. Uh, you'd, you'd be done. Unless you'd unless your done. choice was to live in an old country buffet, in which case 
You would so be you're set. surrounded by everything. Is you? I mean, it would be a matter of course. What else do course. you need? What else do you Literally, need? A matter of course. <laughs> <laughs> are they are, are they still open anywhere? Because I know the ones down by here they closed. Uh, rest in well, peace to uh, the OCB. We used to go there all the time when we were working at the store there. Uh, yeah. Being the boys, shout out to the MI crew, Momo. <laughs> and uh, we would rock the uh, we'd rock that old country, man. Yeah, dude. Strawberry yeah. ice cream, you know what I mean, the whole bit. Yeah, just going through that. I used to just scoop it up with my hand in the inner portion of my my forearm, and then just put it right and just kind of cascade it in my mouth on my way up, with a plate in the other hand, just because you know you can't be a vagabond, right? You just gotta. You, you know, the move is probably just bring your chair to the buffet. You could do that too, but then there's you know there's people they got guys on staff that try to you know you don't want to slow the process down for anybody else. That's yeah, I always remembered uh, you got to be careful if you happen to be nearby the fried chicken thing when they put that out because people just mm-hmm. that's the number one thing everybody's there for and yeah you know they're <laughs> your hands don't want to be anywhere near that yeah they're gonna yeah. get clipped there are a couple there are a couple uh sections i i should say jello and the jello pudding i don't like, i don't do jello you know um you don't do jello nope no not anymore no what happened nothing i just one day it? i was like i had why am i eating this you just you just <laughs> I don't know man the consistency just weirds me out now I don't I just yeah. can't do it I just one day what's, just what's, flipped was it too loose when you when you when you I might have had some warmish jello that might have been the, uh-huh. that might have been uh-huh. it that would that would uh that would deter me as well if I had some warmish jello yeah, it was uh, yeah it's mm, mm. yeah yeah, not for me, but I. But some people they like the whole Jello cake, the mold. I get it. It's very fun. It's it's uh you know it's it's colorful. It's easy. It's delightful. I'm telling you that form has to marry function. Otherwise, you're not going to eat it. You know, you can't have good form, and then absolutely no function. It just doesn't work, man. Same is true in athletics and in Jello. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. God. That's great, man. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to, you know, obviously we're going to do our Christmas thing with the family and stuff, but I'm going to do our, my own little Christmas, you know, ham smoke on the, on smoke. And that's going to, I'm looking you forward to that. Smoke ever, man. Like you, you get in there. Like, I, mm. I like the smoke. Let's yeah, just man. say that. Let's just leave it at that. I like to keep the smoker going, you know, you get a nice brisket or something, you know, whatever. I got the, the skillet. I'll do it all. Fuck it, give me a watermelon. I see, I see these people on, uh, you know, on the the smoking subreddits, like, yeah. literally, from squirrel to watermelon, Cheez-Its. Yeah, a lot. You know, dude, a lot of people in this country eat squirrel. I don't know if you squirrel realize is, that. Squirrel is tough meat, man. We had a fullback in Notre Dame that used to catch the uh, squirrels on campus. Uh, he's from he was from Virginia. And yeah, that's, he that's sure was. Thought that that he thought that uh, those those squirrels were fair game and easy uh, pickings, really. I mean, they were monstrous. You know, the ones, the type of squirrels that aren't afraid to come up to people and like literally, literally yeah, take their get, food. They get fed in the park. Yeah, yeah, they like muscles, striations in their back. He's like, oh sure, I'm taking you to the to, to my dorm room, your lunch. It's uh, needless to say uh, that was frowned upon at Notre Dame. So that's the um, funny thing about Virginia is. Uh, most people think of like you know Richmond or the Washington D.C. area metro area, but when you travel around Virginia, there are some very uh, rural. You know Virginia Beach. People think about oh mm-hmm. Virginia Beach, yeah, sick ass little town. However, <laughs> there's some weirdness and some darkness in there. In yeah, them there is. 
There's tons. There's tons, man. Um, and uh, it's not to be it's not to be messed with if if you don't know what you're doing. So, so you're so, gonna come fuck with a squirrel trapper from Virginia? You don't want to do that. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I, I when I saw that, that's the cool thing about Reddit is like you'll you'll fall into a wormhole and then. So I see this post and the guy was like squirrel on the smoker and I click on it and I'm looking at it and I'm like huh interesting and then I check this guy's posts and like sure enough he's like an avid squirrel trapper and then 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 you find out there's a whole community on Reddit about <laughs> squirrel trapping and recipes and stuff and it's Hashtag. like yeah for real for real like you know squirrel souffle or whatever and squirrel up it's uh it's just amazing the things you like we all think we've got a great idea on what's going on and then you come across um a squirrel smoking and hunting subreddit you know what i mean oh yeah yeah just shows uh, and there's and there's 64,000 people on it way more than you think that's uh palpable it is there's a lot going on there with those squirrels getting smoked up something to chew on that's for sure yeah any fur on those squirrels too? Or just no, nah, they you know they they, de- they defur de- them and boil them, de- whatever de- they do. Debreed them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they deworm them, all that stuff. Deloused, oh deloused them. De- deloused. Yes, of course, squirrel of course. The squirrel meat is fresh, but yeah, yes. I mean, uh, you know, they have a problem with that in the city. Um, there have been known to be certain tourists that hang out in uh, the parks. Um, it's been photographed and documented uh, by the Philadelphia Inquirer recently of people basically trapping birds, like little mm. pigeons, taking them home and, uh, you know, eating them. So, some uh, some pigeon pigeon hors d'oeuvres or something? Like, yeah, some... like pigeon bagel bites. <laughs> some, <laughs> some pigeon bagel bites there. Yeah, a little, oh. little tartare. Some pigeon tots. I would, dude, Philadelphia, I love the city, but I'll tell you what, man. I would not eat a Philadelphia pigeon. That's probably one of the furthest <laughs> oh cities. If I had a list of cities and they're like, all right, you got to eat a you gotta eat pigeon from one of these cities, it'd be like Miami or, you know, I try to go rural. You know what I mean? Philadelphia. I'm one of those, mm. one of those uh, you know, tropical, tropical pigeons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna mess with these these birds here, man. These ones they've been through some shit, man. Yeah, can you get like a Puerto Rican pigeon or something like from an island oh, or something yeah. or Hawaiian? Yeah, there you go. Right off the yeah. off the, the the line over there yeah. on those islands. Yeah, it's been eating, here. it's been eating tropical nuts and berries and stuff. Not this shit. No way. New way. So yeah, if you guys are out in the woods and you see a pigeon or squirrel, you know, go for it. Do it. I haven't yet, but I wouldn't rule it. I'm not ruling it out. Yeah. I'm actually starting to I'm starting to think about hunting and how I could get how do I cuz I I don't I didn't grow up around hunters or anything and um I don't really know any. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening and you're a hunter and you want to, you know, take me out and teach me all that, hit me up. Yeah, man. But uh wilderness. You know what I mean? I want to get I want to get a little more in tune with the the nature. Yeah. Not and that doesn't mean I want to go hiking and stuff. I uh, yeah. just want to know, you know, what to do and have a stronger connection to what I eat. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Nothing wrong with it. None at all. You know, my conversation with Paul really kind of made me uh, think about that kind of stuff too. But um, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's interesting, uh, interesting world we live in here, my friend. 
Heck yeah, it is. Yes, it is. So, you know, listeners that I've been talking to lately, uh, there's a couple guys that I'm getting t-shirts out to. Um, thank you guys for, for checking us out and sharing with your friends. The t-shirts are coming, I promise. Um, Going to get those out in the mail hopefully this week. And uh, if you haven't uh, had the pleasure of visiting a U.S. Postal store in the year 2019, I've been shipping some stuff out lately, let me tell you. Because <laughs> like normally I go to a mailbox store, you know, it's like they they care because they're <laughs> they own it or they're employed there, you know. Yeah, these guys, not so much. They just Whoa. they're just winging it there. So um, be careful, be careful there. And um, yeah, man, Christmas is coming up. I'm getting excited for that. Yeah, I know, buddy. I know you're pumped up. You got oh, uh, yeah. we we just started getting our Christmas tree together and. Yeah, buddy. All that beautiful stuff. And I finally uh, I, I caved in and got Disney Plus, and I'm all caught up on The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Baby Yoda for life. Spoiler alert. Uh, you know, for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, uh, you may want to just turn it off now. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. But the, on my last thought here, man, on uh, The Mandalorian, this, and I'm not trying to be a hater, because I went into the new Star Wars movies very excited, very hopeful. Mm-hmm. But I found them to be just soft on various fronts. Well, you know what? I, 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 can, I can agree with you. The not, core ones. Not, 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 I'm not talking about Rogue One. Yeah. That was very good. Solo was okay. Mm-hmm. But these two, I felt like there was a lot of weird like stuff that just didn't make any logical sense for a story. Yeah. Things like bombers in space dropping physical bombs that drop mm-hmm. in space yeah and they land on a specific part of it like that's impossible because there's no gravity i mean refer to the dylan dickstein episode to prove my yeah. point you yeah. can't be dropping bombs in space that would just fall wherever it's gonna it would just sit or mm-hmm. no gravity move the mass people yeah yeah so that was weird yeah but the mandalorian the thing that i like about it daryl is it brings some of that weirdness back to the Star Wars universe, where there's like in the background there's these weird ca- like oh here comes like what is that a toddler in a spacesuit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. the original trilogy has when they're like, because you get the feeling that these are all just wanderers in deep space that are scrapping and barely getting by. The new ones are like everything's fucking sweet. It's like. Well, I, I tell you, this, the the Mandalorian and just the the, the whole storyline behind you know that group is 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 you know this is the way. Like you, they had this shit hard, bro. You know, you come and think about think about like growing up, like your whole life until you're an adult, wearing a fucking helmet. Like <laughs> you can't take that shit off, bro. That's 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 tough, right there. I have man. so many questions, you know. That's, I, I, that's, that's, dude, I I I couldn't. I couldn't fathom wearing shades my whole life, let alone a fucking helmet, like <laughs> coming out of the fucking room. And this is coming from a guy who wore a helmet. Face kid, you know what I mean? This like, is coming from a guy who wore a helmet professionally. Dude, I'm telling you, like, there's times where you gotta take that bitch off. Like, imagine, imagine wearing like a, a fucking helmet your whole life, bro. Like with a visor, like with a visor your whole life. You're going to the grocery store. You're taking a shit. Like, but I like how like, like they say like, oh, you don't have it. Like if basically if anybody takes it off, you don't have any honor. It's like, wow, 
Yeah, somebody, think about that. Somebody, like, how many times somebody knocked your fucking baseball cap off yeah, being I a just, dick? I literally just want to wash my face and shave. I'm yeah. losing honor for that. Come on, man. Nah, kill him. He's out of here. He, he he went against the guild. Well, he did imply <laughs> that in his private time he's able to take it off, and he does kind of take it off in that one scene when he's when he's standing there with the kids. Yeah, but I mean, like, but generally, yeah, yeah I agree. Like, are you taking yeah. the shit with this thing on? How do you? How can you? <laughs> how does it work? You know. Dude, man, how like does it work? But you know what I mean about the weirdness? Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean by the weirdness, and and, and I agree with you. Um, I'm glad that it's back, but I I feel like a lot more of the weirdness is going to be you know showcased in these extended Star Wars universe type episodes. Like I think that's what we need, though. See, I'm starting to get this new kind of theory about what's happening here, and I think looking back at it, I think the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, I think those were very heavily influenced by the other big sci-fi movies of that era, very shiny CGI, and they were trying to be relevant at that time. Mm -hmm. And now the thing, you know, like everything's a cycle. The thing's kind of gone back to kind of a more gritty, you know, more realistic. People want to see the, the prop effects that made star, that made the original star Wars so amazing when you saw it. Cause you were like, how did they do this? Like the, like I believe what's going on here. How do they like you? You suspend your disbelief because you get caught up in the realism. Yeah. Now they've got so ridiculous with the CGI. Sometimes, i.e., Princess Leia floating back in and like reanimating, yeah, and it's not even her face anymore. It's like what, you know, stuff like that doesn't. It, it steps on the story and yeah. uh, that they're trying to tell. So that's what I like about Mandalorian is it's not obviously it's big budget, but. There's a lot of practical effects in it, and you can see, like, there's, like, puppets or, well, I don't know, whatever they call them, marionettes, yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's a marionette. Um, yeah. You know, I, I dig that. So, uh, looking forward. When, when does that, because I'm caught up, when does that come on? Like, how, uh, how does that work? I, well, I always check it out, like, right around, like, Thursdays, Fridays, and it's, and it's out. I mean, I don't know the specific day, but once I uh, hit it up around then, then it's usually the new episode, so... Yeah. Yeah, we've been watching quite a bit of Disney Plus. We watched a Goofy movie. It's one of my childhood favorites. Oh yeah, you know that's a good one. Kind of made me that's, that's a good one. Kind of made me think about some of my preferences as an adult, and if maybe they were influenced by uh, repeated viewings of a Goofy movie as a child. Well, my influences as as adult have been in. Uh, well, I should say I've been influenced heavily by things like you know Thundercats and Transformers, uh, GI Joe specifically. I do see a bit those, of Panther in you. All those P. Oh, for sure, man. Panther, Panthro, little Panthro, for That's sure. Right. Yeah, nunchucks all day, bro. Dude, what yeah. was a uh, snarf? Yeah, snarf. Yeah, that fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. Always anxiety with that one. Always. Could you always never, need one. Calm down. Could never calm down. I'd love to see them uh, maybe do a live action Thundercat. That'd be pretty sick. Ooh, that would be pretty cool. Speaking of which, did you see that Ghostbusters three trailer? I did not. I did not, I don't but know, I'm going to have to check it out now. Now, that's not the one with the girls, right? That's, that's No, this that's is that. like Ivan Rettman's son wrote it and directed it. Okay. Dan Aykroyd's in it. Bill Murray's in it. Like the whole, uh, oh. yeah, the whole gang's okay, back together. And, nice. um, it's, uh, Paul Rudd's in it. I don't know. It looks kind of like Stranger Things with, uh, Ghostbusters car. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I uh, you know, I, I will definitely go see it but i will suspend my judgment until further 
further review of the footage. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, with that being said, everybody, uh, you know, be safe out there as you're getting your Christmas shopping done. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see you next week for another uh, another go at the pod here. <laughs>